Lights, camera, action. In a studio where local filmmakers talk to other filmmakers about the inside world of film. Cut. That's not the script. F*** it. We'll fix it in post. Do you wonder how films are produced and what really goes on behind the scenes? Well, stand by. Filmmakers Kevin Mumphrey, Victoria V.A. Jones, and Carson Hype Ferguson explain all the details. Right here on F*** It, we will fix it in post podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever you're listening, I thank you for doing so. I am Kevin Mumphrey, and this is Fuck We'll Fix It in Post. I am here once again with my colleagues, Karsten Hype-Farguson yeah. and Victoria V.A. Jones. What's going on? So today I was want to talk, I'm just flat out asking you, do y'all think film is the most powerful form of art today? Yes. Outside of books, I'll even use statues, paintings. Right. Because who who reads books now? You know? And I'm talking, okay, understandable. I read books Audio too. Audio books. I read books too, but I'm saying out of the billions of people in the world, what do they do? They listen to music and they watch television and look at films. Uh, more people do. More people do. So, yeah, more people do. More people will opt for the visual because it's more passive so it's right. a little bit easier i guess just like the audiobooks just like a podcast if it will fix it in post <laughs> <laughs> and no uh, i'm like for real for real and i, I was the i was saying like when you gain an, when you gain something when you gain something in society you take something away from it right so as i said beginning with like with stories people would they just memorize them and they just tell the stories. So humans had great memories. When we came to books, our memories wasn't as good because we could just put them in books. Yeah. And now with film, we kind of get in the way from writing. But, I mean, we still take from books and make films out of them. Yeah, but it's there. It's also the interpretation of the director or the screenwriter who's writing from the book. Every film that is, every book that is made into a film is not like the book. True. I mean, but but you can't. You can't do that. There's no way. But it's 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 right there on paper. So it's right there in the book. So if you take everything out of the book and you put it on screen, it can, you know what I'm saying? But it never happens. But there, there's no way to do that. Even like say something like Lord of the Rings, you can only go so far because you still you still have the time. You're not going to make a, a 8-hour movie. I mean, I guess you could. You could break it up into parts, but is it really going to be that? Call that a miniseries. Is now. it going to be entertaining? Probably not. Uh, uh, the miniseries thing, that's different. Like, you know, Breaking Bad, you do continuation kind of stuff. And you could you could actually break it down like that. I never really thought about it like that, but yeah. And also, like, stuff you put in, like, something that's in a book, it may be, it does well on the book. Right. And maybe it... Maybe the director can't maybe put that vision on film as well, or they can, and it just doesn't work as well. Yeah, because, like, in a book, you're using your own imagination, right? So you're you're reading the book, and it's your own imagination of what's going on. Like, in, it can be in detail of what's in the book, but it's still your imagination. You know what I'm saying? And that's probably why it's so widely, um, you know, accepted as, like, I guess, superior to as far as like imagery because everybody makes their own imagery 
So it has its own power to, you know, whoever. Right. It's actually like, you know, bringing it to their own life by reading the thing. Now, imagine, now does that kind of add to maybe the power of film? Because while you write the book, you're writing it from your imagination. But with the reader, they're also reading from their imagination. Yeah. So millions of readers get mi- millions of different imaginations, different viewpoints. Like, for example, um, they think I'll bring this uh, film, up, the Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. So I read a little bit of it. But just, ask, just, just, just a little, little bit. Just, just a little bit. Just, yeah, just, to the the, thing. just to get the point. So oh, oh, who we, I the, the it didn't point, take the, it didn't the take point long. is on the on the, the, the cover. The, the first, I mean, the first look, ten pages, the, just a little bit. <laughs> the, it was more like fifty. But, <laughs> but 50, so fifty pages of fifty shades. Ironically, yes. <laughs> that was a fifty like I think I'm good. I but I I'm guarantee good. you the the book is better than the movie. Exactly. I saw the whole movie. So, but from so, but <laughs> our, our, here, so our producer is nodding yes. So here's the uh, <laughs> here's what kind of the disconnect to me. As I read it, I had it, I had my own vision of who, the how the characters looked, right? How they kind of vibe together and all that. Now in the film, it was it didn't like in in my mind the the leading male was older, hmm. and I mean the woman was younger, but. In my mind, older guy. So in the book, it didn't give you the age or nothing like that. It just gave a description. Yeah, just just kind of a description. And I was thinking like older male. I I wasn't thinking what I saw. <laughs> so it's like, what did what, you see? No, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, oh man! I mean, the contents was I mean somewhat the same, but how I envisioned the characters being. Yeah, was somewhat different. So, so did you vision visual the the woman being what she was in the film? Yes. Now I didn't think the characters mesh as well together as they <laughs> did in my imagination. <laughs> they mixed it very well. But um, wait, wait, you you know you know it's funny to me that you just brought this up. That dude could not be broke. You gotta be. I mean, you gotta be well above above paid. Well above paid to be able to get away with that stuff. He wasn't broke though. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't have no broke dude being like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna dominate you." Like, nah, she ain't gonna lie that. I mean, some women like them prison dudes. You some, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. they like their they like their dudes like really aggressive. They now like thugs. They now there's there's level of there's I think there's levels to it when you're broke. Yeah, like you, I think you, you can you get can, to level three you, to you four can, when you're broke, but you can, you can only it, it go depends. so far. You can only go so far. Like, but I think part of that too is like you know, uh, some women like to kind of degrade some of those dudes too. So you know, like be like, yeah, yeah, he talks to me like this, but he really ain't shit. <laughs> now, because uh, <laughs> I, 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 it's it's weird. It's really weird because I've seen I've seen groups of women online talking about this. I've seen dudes too, but I, like they always get dismissed. But it's like it's like they be like, yeah, and they bond together over this. These dudes that ain't shit. And I'm like, why are y'all spending so much time on these dudes if they really ain't? Uh, you know what? Let's get away from that. <laughs> Continue what you were saying, yo, Kevin. Yo, Christian near, Gray, go I ahead. I damn near forgot my point, uh, but uh, <laughs> like I have, that, I have that effect on him. You do. So with film, it kind of focuses. Like, does it seem to make it more powerful that you're focusing on? Necessarily, that director's vision. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
maybe. Because you're only, because on film, you're only seeing one vision. Right. Of that director, well, the director and director writer. Director and the writer. And probably even, because depending on seeing the actors at, put Well, their, you know, that's why people get upset when they've read the book and they go and they see the film and they're just like, oh, this is trash. <laughs> Because they've read the book And their own imagination comes out in the book And then they go and like This this film is trash And then somebody else would be like Oh this is the best film ever They probably didn't watch that Read that much of the book You know part of me Part of me though Whenever somebody says that It's like psychologically They're trying to defend their position Because they they don't want to say Yo I I jacked up I watched the wrong movie See like They say stuff like Oh it's pretty good uh, you know it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, it's not great. I mean, because like, when's the last person that said something bad about the movie Forrest Gump? Like, you don't know um, that. Man. You don't uh, know that. Outside man. of referring to Jenny, um, not much. No, but I'm I'm saying like I'm saying the movie as a whole, or whatever. Like the whole movie experience. Be like, be like, man, Forrest Gump was terrible. Nobody's gonna say that, but everybody's got memories of watching that movie more than one time. Hell, I, I remember it's like a button. It's like you go sit down, it's on TBS, and then you yep. you 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 realize when the credits are rolling, you'd be like, Man, I don't watch that whole damn movie again. Yeah, you're right. Actually I did like two months ago. And it was, I was literally just like, Oh, look, Forrest Gump is on. <laughs> That's, they still playing this movie. Yeah. Next thing I know is I'm watching credits. Yeah. It is it is definitely one of those movies that have an effect. And no, see the reason I, I know why I, I kept watching. Did I still hate Jenny as much today <laughs> as I did? Yes, I when did. I saw. Yeah, I did. no, it's actually more. Yeah, it's but like because because it's more it's more levels to it now. It's like man, I had time to think for years about what this woman did to him. Like almost like it happened to me. Almost yes. like it was like a cousin or something like that. I'm I like think every guy who's seen that movie kind of feels that way when it comes I was, to I was her. Like, she, you're so selfish, Jenny. So selfish, and he's like, I, I'm I'm looking at it now from an adult eyes and more of an understanding. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> okay, but yeah. at the same time, you can you can blame stuff on Jenny, but you also gotta put some stuff towards Forrest Gump. Oh, oh really? Just really? a little bit. Really? Just for, a little bit. For you know, for loving her unconditionally. That's foolishly I'm, being in I love. I mean, I've done it before. Yeah, being foolish like, but, in love, but. Forrest Gump wasn't the most altogether character mentally. Okay, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that. So, so, so I'm, I'm saying like I'm saying like who's who's really taking advantage of who? I mean, at the in the movie though, know, he came to his senses and like and like you know throughout music and all this stuff, we we had people to to say certain stuff and you know like hey, okay, let's go, uh, Bill Withers, keep on using me until you use me up. That's a volunteer right there. I, I say Man, I not, that not, song. not I the you. not the very smartest of volunteers, but he volunteered for that. Uh, like what? For, Forrest Gump, I, he didn't volunteer for that. Not not all that. No, I'm for, I'm trying to go back to this song. Yeah, that, that's that's the lyrics. Yeah. He said, "Keep on using me until you use me up." He's like, "If it feels this good getting used, just keep on using me." Until I, mean, you, until I feel you, like he was referring until, to something until, else. Until, but. until you right. use me up. I feel like he was referring to something else. But I mean, uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but but you know, he's talking about the whole thing, though. He's talking about he's talking about everything. He's talking about the whole relationship. You sure? Like uh, like there's another song that uh, it's very uh. Simple. Oh, he gotta go to another song. Go ahead. No, I'm saying like it was on a DJ Clue uh, mixtape, whatever, and it's like the dude said, 
you can have the house, the cars, take everything. Uh, just leave your love. And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm going to need them cars. I don't need that car. You I got to get around. You went from Bill Withers to DJ Clue? <laughs> yeah, it was an R&B song, though. It's like, it was like oh, fat, fat, Fashion or something like that. Yeah, because, they, man, they did, they did mixtapes like albums back then. Oh, yeah, it's easy. Clue, 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 clue. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't the 90s. It's, oh, it's something like early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Hmm. So right around that. I mean, yeah, I mean... Anyways, so I mean, I'm go, I'm, go so, back. Yeah, my bad. But so, have you heard? You've heard this term, um, like film is a mirror society. Yeah, or shape yeah. society. I I, th- I think all art. Okay, so, do you think film shapes shape society? Yeah, no, film I, and television. I, I don't. I don't. Well, I think it, I think it has the power to shape in some way, but I think it's more telling of society at the time because art imitates life. That's the the saying, right? Yes, art imitates life. So I, I think. I think just like rap in the uh, the the early uh, early eighties or whatever, like you know when they was like doing whatever, and in the nineties you had some conscious ra- waves, and now you got little little oot uh, Uzi? Ver- vert uh, Uzi. Yeah, yeah. snitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, like it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. I mean, but at the same time, if if look at Nickelodeon and look at I don't know, probably Cartoon Network, and you see these kids having these shows and the kids watch the show and then they go out to school and they're like oh that's new yeah i got it from this show so that's shaping the culture society well i mean you got different kids now too because like uh i mean mean, even when i was younger and i used to watch nickelodeon or anything and somebody was wearing a style or some shoes or something like that guess what guess what i wanted when i when i was like hey Going into a store or something like that. Hey, mom, can I get those? I've seen it on television. You go to school, everybody's wearing them. Yeah, but if it's too crazy, like uh, like back in the day, we wasn't doing it. If it's too crazy, you ain't I doing mean, it. I mean, yeah, but you have to think about it. It's just, it's I, I would television say, shapes it. I would say more influenced than shape. I mean, yeah, it has influences. I, I say now it has more, more uh, power to shape because people want to be more like the people they see. You you yeah. if you saw a style like you had a similar style but you try to put your own flair on it before, you know I'm like oh my man was wearing a do rag like this. And then you imitate before yeah. you kind of find your own style. Yeah, but because I think it does both. Like I'll use an ex- example like Star Wars. There's nothing necessarily in an American or world society that made a Star Wars. Just something another a guy envisioned. He just made a world in his head. And now, I mean, it's its own culture within itself. Or you have these little little Star Wars, Star Trek battles or whatever. It's like it has created its own culture. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel. Now, I mean, you can say it's based in like certain actual cities. So I guess you can say get feed into it. But it's built its own universe within it's just basically some... Like who's thinking of a spider that's flying around New York City with whips? It's just something he just thought up, and bam, like, he's just as American as apple pie at this point. Mm-hmm. Superman, a dude who could fly with tights and put on glasses, and no one seems to recognize him. Just something that came out of this dude's head, and it's probably as, just as American as Tom Brady at this point. 
I, I, you know, you know, with the Superman thing, I don't, I don't think Superman hung out on enough black people because they, no, they, 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 no. they were they were point out the, 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 they, where, they where point the, out the obvious. Where was where was um Superman based out of? Metropolis. No, no, that's where he grew up. That's where he went. As oh, a, Smallville, Smallville. I'm pretty sure there wasn't. I want to say it was like Kansas or something like that. Right. Yeah, in, in the yeah. middle of yeah, nowhere. nowhere. It was in the middle of nowhere. I mean, Kansas is a place. It, it in is. the middle of nowhere. How many people? Are in Kansas that are black. I mean, uh, the airport's pretty busy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no lie, no lie. Like it was actually one of the busiest airports or whatever because executives would have meet, fly in to have meetings and then fly out out of that that very airport. The airport. There's an airport in Kansas. No, no, like I believe super, you. Super I'm just busy. saying, uh, out of people living out in of Kansas, every- there's no reason why I want to mm-hmm. go live there. Well, that's you. I mean, it, 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 there's there it, there's ill in Nebraska. There's what? There, uh, I had to edit myself. <laughs> you, 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 you never seen Belly? You never seen Belly? Oh, yeah. Oh, Is this yeah. the illest in Nebraska? Uh, in the, Good Lord, I don't even remember that part. My man was uh, my man was eating a banana. I probably, I'm not trying to see no dude eating, eating it, no banana. And then, and then he went and called and snitched on. He dropped dime on old boy. Oh, dude, the glasses. Yeah, oh, oh. that came from uh, Minister yeah. Society. I didn't know that was him for years. Yeah. But... Oh God! No, I don't remember him saying that. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I remember that. He said, he said, hey, they was uh, he said, he said they they rolling majorly. <laughs> they I rolling everything. They, they rolling majorly. But him talking about something about um Nebraska, but no, uh, that, that was Method Man said that. He came up to him. He's like, yo, is this the illest in Nebraska? I know Method Man was on there. He just wasn't that memorable on there for me. But anyways, so we <laughs> talked about like the, the power that a film can have currently to an audience. So what is the responsibility of a filmmaker? To tell the truth. Just think about the truth. Especially in film, it could be like one person's truth can be one thing. Another person's can be another. You're right. So but one truth affects another person's truth. To tell your truth then. To tell the truth of the the person, you know, the director and the, their vision and stuff like that. For me, I'm always telling the truth in my films. What you know, what I'm saying I'm not gonna sugarcoat nothing. That's just me. I say I say do no harm, and uh, you know, just tell your story. Just tell the story, like story above everything. It it really is what I say. Don't put ideology or anything but ahead of the story. Because in all actuality, it needs the story needs to be everything. But now there has been a history of like propaganda being put within uh, within films. So I mean, would you still do you still kind of see that today? Uh, yeah, somewhat. Is it more subtle? A little bit. Do you think it's more subtle? No, I think it's super heavy handed. I think it's super heavy. So you like I say like maybe world because. And probably the bigger case of it that I've seen is like World War Two, when they say they kind of uh, romanticized the American soldier. Um, part of that maybe, maybe, maybe. So you think that would be more subtle than what we do? To- well, well, no. It, it's like, but everybody knew it then, like, uh, and they were they were all for it. it. It's it's different now because it's passed off differently. It's like supposed to be like impartial or the truth. Yeah. But obviously it has a, a, a bend one way or the other. Oh, so you're saying it's presented 
a different way as impartial, but yeah, that cake's got propaganda in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Propaganda cake. <laughs> I was like, yo, propaganda cake, man. That's what's up. So with we having so many like uh, different avenues to put films in, rather it's streaming services, YouTube. I mean, do you think that's like too much for for a medium that's powerful as it is? Mm. No, I mean it's gonna go somewhere, right? But now, if you had like I just used like networks. So, like, in the 90s, we were growing up, like, what, three major networks? Mm. So, what? So, it's Fox, ABC, Fox, NBC, CBS. So, like, four major networks. So, let's say all all of movies coming out of four networks. You don't get it. I mean, there's a lot more stuff that's getting right. It's probably never seen. Those scripts are like, oh, nope, not there. Oh, nope, not this one. So, that's, and, I mean, producers now get thousands of scripts. Right, and even now they still oh boy. yeah. So, like with all of that, with all of that, they need content. So, could they be a little more? Uh, I, I don't want to say reckless, but a little more lax, a little more open minded on what they will put out there just to get content. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying it's like so if you're more open on what you're putting out there could what you put out be let's say um detrimental if you're more open to what you're putting out as far as because let's say um a certain violence that you probably wouldn't have aired maybe in 93 Oh, back in the nineties, you know what I'm saying? Uh things were much more real real in the films. Like now they like sugarcoat it. So you think they sugarcoat it? So right, yeah. okay, real and house house up. Meaning it was more you had more. You know what I'm saying? You watched um a action movie. It was more grit and grime than it was now. It's weird for me because when I watch action movies, like in the past, like, and maybe I'm just looking at really technical. Yeah. The fights look more of a dance. Back in the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> Outside of like, um, not Steven Scott, but um, Van Damme. Yeah. Outside of like a him or the Bruce Lee. And then with Bruce Lee, he's so fast. It's like I don't know if he really hit you or well, not. Well, he he had to he had to actually slow it down. They talk about that several times, like a lot of directors. Wait, so did they like did they slow it down within the film, or was no, he no, slowing they, down? They had to slow him down to be on film, especially the, then they didn't have the technology for all that. Uh, you actually got a good point. That w- yeah, but if you think about it, the films back then, and I'm not talking about like early early nineties. I'm talking about like mid to late nineties, right? So if you look at those films and you look at the films now, it's just those films are more realistic to me than they are now. Yeah, well, they did a lot more practical and it was it was all story. And like um, sometimes uh, I guess we can get kind of lazy with the digital stuff. 
Right. It's like Jurassic Park. The one, two, and three of the first Jurassic Parks were way better than the ones they just put out. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you think that uh, it was sent around story, like the tech, like technology. You, you think it handles the story? I think it can. I, I I think. Well, actually, I think it can actually hurt the director because maybe they'll lean on that instead of fo- doing the the story focus. Right. Being so pop, having I guess so much on one hand, and you you kind of don't look at the other hand. Yep. It has so much power, and like when you got a powerful weapon, you just kind of want to. So you got a big hammer, you just want to hit that hammer. Yep. And to a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I lost my point there for a little bit, but um, actually, let me move on to my next point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go somewhere that I'm gonna regret. Kevin, don't, Kevin, don't want to talk about getting nailed. Yeah, I, yeah, I like that right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, look! I'm wearing my shirt. I'm feeling good. So, look, okay, look. can you see it? Can you see it? So, okay, what would you say? <laughs> just kind of like growing up for you all. So, what would you say uh, film would be impact as far as culturally for you? Man, I was a, I was a, like it's weird because my dad watched. Um, westerns and my mom was a sci-fi my person. grandfather watched the westerns so for me it was kind of like I would have to find what was in the middle right so New York Undercover would be your middle New York Undercover in the middle Man, I, just, you, I, I didn't just say threw, that. I just Kevin it, said that. I was just throwing a. Throwing I did an not say out. that. Kevin said. I'm that. I'm just throwing an example. I just seeing what happens. You know, just, but New York Undercover is not too far from a western, right? It's just set in modern, you know, urban yeah. settings. That's why I threw that out there. Like a, so going back to that, okay, I I was more into television, right? So my shows were Buffy, Angel, Charmed, Sci-Fi, and so a little bit of Supernatural, right? A little bit of of that western feel to it to some of those episodes that was like channel 13 to me <laughs> that was a wb the that w- was all the, of the wb the, the, the wb like i wasn't into the like the the the, the upn the romance or the you know what i'm saying it was like in the middle for me I, I those was, supernatural shows are in the middle for me what about homeboys in outer space you weren't in that no what about Sparks, Sparks, and Sparks? No. Now you're showing your age, because... I don't even know what this second one you said. I've heard of Homeboy in Space. Uh, it was the law firm one with uh, Old Boy from Juana Man. Oh, oh and okay. um, uh, James Avery was yeah, the band. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. That went... And it was like... I don't the, think they played as many episodes for you to even remember it. The two brothers... <laughs> and Like, I, I, watched, I watched the same episodes over and over again, because it was in syndication for a while. How many episodes was it? I, it wasn't. It was like maybe two seasons, maybe two and a half. Okay, it was longer Something than I like thought because it was there and then it was gone. I mean, but when I remember, it, they played it at weird times, and it, it was like because I think it, it it started around the same time as girlfriends did. Obviously, one you know what I'm saying outlasted the other. Oh, I definitely was watching girlfriends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he was. This this how they doing it? Yeah, of course he was. Of course, yeah. of course y'all was. Yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, it was a learning thing. <laughs> 
But oh, please go. Oh, really? No, I, I'm done with my statement. No, 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 no. Like, go ahead, go ahead, add two, please. There's no add to it. Yeah, please. No, you you tell us now, please. You tell us. I told you. I got excited. I was like, yeah. So okay. I'll- <laughs> so you that <laughs> girlfriends was yours, huh? No, I I I, I did enjoy girlfriends. It was written written uh very well, and you know like um being a dude, not actually being around a lot of women, like you know what I'm saying like when they're around themselves, it was it was like a different look. Hmm. Um, but you know as far as like anything from you know the overall medium. I was like, there were certain movies, and it was always music in movies. And I know the first movie that I actually consciously realized the music was affecting me was like Short Circuit. What was it about Short Circuit? With the with the robot, it had the '80s hairband music, man. And I I, I remember like uh like it's like Pat Benatar or I can't I, was it maybe Pat Benatar, and it was like uh, holding out for a hero, and it was like so cheesy. And I watch that now, and I'd be like, man. Man, that music in eighties movies, like, cause even like uh, Rocky, that but, music sounds cheesy. You know, but but it it had the overall theme and it it like it it cohesed together with the whole overall story. Everything fit. But I'll give you another example. So um, this is more television, a different world. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoyed that Fresh right. Prince. Uh, now, Fresh Prince was. So uh, sidebar, Fresh Prince or Martin? Probably Fresh Prince at the time. Martin, Martin, maybe more now. Hmm. What about you, Martin? All yeah. day, every day. I can, like I can watch some, and I like Fresh Prince. I can watch maybe a few seasons, but certain episodes. I watch, but you're not going to enjoy it like you are, Martin. Like for like. Remember when Martin's have was fighting that like uh, raccoon or whatever? <laughs> I know it's fake. <laughs> it looks fake. Nothing about it looks real, and yet it is still hilarious to but, me. But but it's a human moment. That's how you would act in that moment, or that's how you know a lot of people would act in that moment. And yeah, he he took an action, and I mean he he's comedic. He's a comedian, and he blew it up. And now actually, kind of like hearing about how they made that scene where it's like they were short on time. And Martin was like, "I got this. So just give me that, and we'll and I'll make it work." And he did. So I, that's what I absolutely. That's why I can watch Martin like forever. So, <laughs> um, but no. So I'll bring it up um, a different world because the impact of that show made like more kids like want to go to HBCUs, right? Some that didn't even like Hillman don't necessarily exist, right? It sounds like something that exists, but they was okay. That don't exist, so they start looking at other HBCUs, and they right. start <laughs> and they start just going to those historically HBCUs, and they start and it just had like growth. For, I believe like a, I think for like a decade after that. Well, yeah, I mean it, that's what you call influencing society. Yeah. yeah, so I mean it imprinted, and that that's and that's in that's in a good way. That's in so a good way. What, what would you say would be a bad way that a film films? Uh, maybe some parts of Fight Club. Some parts of Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. Because you specifically know, specifically like, Fight Club. Well, I mean, like uh, it's not good to just go and get in random fights or blow stuff up. 
That's a lot of movies, though. I liked Fight Club, though. No, no, no. I'm saying some parts. He said what's bad. I said some parts. So, like, to get out the aggression it's is one violence. thing. But you, you got you to gotta figure out how to get the aggression out without, you know, actually affecting somebody in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So why Fight Club in particular did you pick? Well, it, it's just it's just the idea that came up, and I was like, I was like, well, why not? I mean, there's so many other movies with violence in it. Yeah, but I mean, like, you got a whole Electra. Bunch of, Electra didn't care for that movie. We can go with that. So <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. That movie's terrible. It was terrible, but I'm just saying. I mean, you might as well say Catwoman. Nah, Catwoman was uh, better than uh, Electra. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, Catwoman was bad, but like it was better, a tolerable bad, a tolerable bad. Like think of some, like an alcohol you you don't like, but it's like all right, I. It's, oh, it's, it's like I like you know I throw up after five shots, but it's cool. See with Electra, I I'm not getting five shots. <laughs> yeah, it's like you like taste, you taste know, the first taste, and it's like no, nah, I don't even want to get drunk. Like, to this. Ooh, no, 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 no. This this is diluted with something. Like no, this is horrible. Yeah, so. I, I I went out and I bought that DVD, wasted my money. Well, Electra? Yeah. Wait, wait. Did what? you see the film before you bought the DVD? No. Why'd okay, you do, okay. Because I'll fit to say. <laughs> I didn't see the. F- I I was like, oh, this looks interesting. You know how you uh, watch? She should have went previews. to the CD man at the barbershop. Really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it only been five dollars. But I like. I need quality. Okay. <laughs> hey, and they got quality. And, uh, Sometimes I, I was. I was a quality kid. It, all right. It, I needed to see the effects. I needed to get the whole vision. I didn't need to see people running through the screen, or somebody yelling. There you go, girl. Hey, that's 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 part of the entry. I was like, no. hey, you know no, what? I that, that. It's a, like, look, look. You getting a movie going experience at a, at a less than premium price. Man, but I didn't like the movies that much when you I was in there with people who yelled at the movie. Watch out now! That is that is the that is the best way that I could describe the lecture. Less than premium. Oh. But another aspect of culture I wanted to get into romance. Hmm. So let's say somebody doesn't necessarily know how like how to even talk to women. The they wrong learn. thing to do is look at a film. Yes, it is terrible to look at rom coms and all that, that is stuff. the wrong thing. Because that's do. the that's uh-huh. that's where I'm going to get it. Get it. So so why would you say it would be so wrong if we do it to look at a rom com? Okay, so um, one, you're probably not six something, six foot whatever tall, <laughs> and, and not not witty or or rich like Ryan Reynolds. Because I know he's been in a bunch of them. So, was he uh, rich in all of them? I'm just talking about like in no, the movie. I, no, I'm saying in real life. The, I'm saying so, so, so in like the yeah, movie yeah, though. You, you look at the movie, but the people they're gonna see the Hollywood star guy. That's what they're going to the movie to see. Hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, you don't have any of those attributes, so I'm pretty sure it's not gonna work out for you the same way it works out for him. Plus, they wrote the movie like that, right? So it's gonna work out for him, right? But I'm saying like. You you're saying you know Hollywood star people are looking at it to look at the the story to see how you should talk to a woman right? Yeah, they shouldn't be. But I'm saying people do that. They do that uh, because you take a because you're gonna take a base from somewhere. Pe- people look at a lot of stuff. People used to look at jackass and repeat that. Yeah, they were, they were jackasses. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. God, th- wait, social media wasn't big. No, thank God social media wasn't that big back then. It wasn't big. I mean, YouTube was big. I mean, then, though, right? I mean, wait. We walk, mm, wait, 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 wait. We're walking fledgling. on, they're walking fledgling. on crates now. So, fledgling. 
<laughs> the effects live on. Obviously, obviously the crates do too. Because I'm like, how do you get all these crates all of a sudden? Then they just like appeared out of nowhere. Just like you can buy them. There's like a warehouse full of crates. Yeah. No, yeah, because I was, I was like, like back back from the eighties, they couldn't get rid of them then, so they brought them they back still out now. Use crates for what reason? I don't know what milk, milk crates. I I don't know what they use them for now. Because I mean, that's what they they. I mean, like I don't see any DJs with a bunch of records rolling around. I mean, my homeboy puts his record in crates. Wooden crates or milk crates? Because those were milk crates. Yeah. Because I seen the wooden ones, like I, you know, I'm from not the talking about the wooden ones. I'm talking about the, the the milk crates. I'm like, I don't know where you get milk crates from. We went from romance <laughs> to milk crates. People ain't, <laughs> pe- man, look, 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 look. I'm lactose. Oh, my goodness. Half tolerant. I wanted to throw it. So, do you, you saw the movie Love Jones, right? <laughs> yes. So, you saw when um, he was give, he like recited this poem to Nina. Had, that is so Hollywood. Toxic. But, oh, you don't think this was trying to write poems? They to the probably gr- was. And them girls were looking at them like, yeah, we didn't really. What did you doing? Like, what did you doing? I th- I think back then it was a little bit more acceptable. Now, like, you get people be like, "Simp, <laughs> simp." I I don't know. I I think women still like it. They like who do it better than yeah. I mean, like, it it really depends on. But the it, who, it's also the way the you do it. Like, I wouldn't mind having a poem read to me, but it's the way you do it and how it comes across. I said I wouldn't mind. No, no, I'm just looking at you. I said I wouldn't mind. I'm just looking at I'm you. I'm just imagining someone reading you a poem. Ro- <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. I wrote but, this poem. But it's the way you for do it. You. No, you can't do it that way. <laughs> no, nope. That ain't yeah, you, got the, nope. you got the snaps. I really kick you out then <laughs> <laughs> after you snap. Oh man. Okay, but before we wrap this up, I just wanted to kind of bring up that we've been doing this podcast for a ten about a year now. We've gone, we started in a little bitty office, and in a year's time, um, we're in a studio. Studio, now. complete studio, and Yay. guys. Yeah, a round of applause for else. for both of you, it, uh, and also to every single person who has been a guest on this episode. We want to thank you for coming on here and telling your journey, especially all the single ladies. Oh, all, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Really? So, guys, um, <laughs> as far as moment, what was your uh, favorite moment? Uh, like er, er, for me. Every single moment, y'all didn't laugh at my bad jokes. <laughs> that was, so that was that, a lot. That, that was my favorite moment. I was like, that was your like, favorite. Why was that your favorite? I, I don't know, man. It's just like the faces y'all made is it was amazing. I, I can't. I definitely. Well, now people me. can see us make these faces because they couldn't see us at first. But I want them to just listen to the joke and look at our faces whenever he does that, hey, and look, and they they were understand. Look, it, it's it's gonna work better online than it did in person. Mm. I pro- like promise. What our faces or your jokes? <laughs> <sighs> that that hurt me, Kevin. Look at his this face. Look at Kevin. I'm sorry. I didn't. Kevin, I'm sorry. I didn't Kevin, Kevin, that that hurt. I, I was confused because I knew what you was like. If Man. I couldn't hear it and laugh, why well, I'm gonna see it and laugh? Man, Man. Like, <laughs> like if you wave your hands around, that's gonna work. Oh my goodness! I'm like I'm 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 getting embarrassed now. <laughs> Kevin. Now we're at this point. What was your favorite moment? We have company now. Uh, okay. I'm trying to. 
I got I um uh, we had Caleb. Caleb was kind of fun. Caleb was fun. I enjoyed Caleb. We, we got to get him on video. We got to get him in on our own video. I just remember he's super animated. I just remember so he can laugh at your jokes. Yeah, he does, he laughs at my jokes. I texted him a joke the other day. And what what he and he texts LOL. No, and his the, face the, is the, like look, this. The crying <laughs> the crying emoji. The crying emoji. And his face is this. <laughs> wow. He was laughing in his soul. I'm telling you, his soul was not laughing. None of that. Nothing was laughing, but the emoji. I just remember that episode and him talking about I think uh, his favorite movies and y'all got off subject with something else and I was just trying to get back to it because I didn't know what y'all were talking about. Oh, and I remember. We should probably move on then. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to that again because that was a good conversation. I don't remember what we got off. Like, you know what? It, go ahead. On you. I don't know. It, I, do, it, it, I do know, but I don't know. I think it was a lot of moments. I think the the. The episode with Landry's talking about the uh, bipolar oh, strippers, oh, like that yeah. was my, that was kind of fun, you know. Oh, that what I'm was saying? way more than kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that just sounds like a skit we should make, but uh, and then all the people don't know of all the places that we've have done this podcast. Like we've done it in the yoga studio once. We've done it in. Uh, she revealing all the secrets. Chiropractic Man. spot I once. I didn't. I didn't want to. Um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, hell. I didn't want to give too detailed on that, but yeah, we started from the bottom. Now we halfway there. Okay, you, you, you got. <laughs> we ain't there yet, but we halfway there. It's a halfway point that we're at. So it's like know. it's like a halfway house right here. This is the halfway I mean, house. This is the halfway house. Well, this, this is, is a one, good house. The hell of a halfway house. I'm, yeah, I'm staying hey, here. Then you got a good family. <laughs> oh my you, you gotta you gotta keep them okay no 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 i think we're gonna wrap it up <laughs> thank you all for listening and watching today i am once again kevin mumphrey this <laughs> fix it in post with my colleagues karsten high parkson sure. and victoria va jones good afternoon and that is a wrap sure.